B98.5's Tad, Drex, and Kara podcast, helping you catch up on what you missed. Tad, doesn't it feel like being a parent is just a bunch of tests that you didn't get to study for? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I had a pop quiz yesterday. My daughter, Avery, she's nine, got invited to a 10-year-old's birthday party right before trick-or-treating. So the mom of the little girl was like, hey, everyone throw on your Halloween costumes and, and come over for the, the birthday party. That just makes mm-hmm. sense. And so I take my daughter over there and all her little uh, fellow fourth grade girls are in the basement and they're having a good time. And as I'm dropping her off, I hear like coming from the basement, like doom, 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 doom. I'm like, what's going on? Like she's you're dropping her off at the club. Yeah, I poke my head in, and they've got a DJ, fog machine, lights. I'm like, wow, all this for a ten year old birthday party? Okay. And then as I sift through the fog and I start looking in, there's fourth grade boys at oh, this party as well. Oh no. And the alarm starts going off in my head. Like, hold on a second, is this a coed Halloween DJ dance party? Was it a sleepover? No, not a sleepover because they just did it right before trick or treating. So it was like a you know a little mm. trick or treating pre. The sleepover is a definite. Oh, no. absolutely not. Well, that's and, not happening. And, and this was a definite no for me. I was not in the right headspace. I thought I was just dropping it off for a girl's ten year old birthday party. But to see some of those filthy boys there with you know, the music, the music yeah. conjures up. Like well, club scene. Well, and yeah, memories of when we were younger right. too. Like we, I knew what was going on there. And as the parent of a little girl, like it's it's my job to protect her from boys. And so the the, the mom <laughs> of the little that? girl is like, all right, just you know, come back at like four thirty. I'm like, no, I'm gonna stay right here. Mm. I was not in the right headspace to deal with with this new like chapter, this little test here. And so I'm I'm sitting there like enjoying the party with a scowl on my face. My daughter comes up to me. She's like, Daddy, leave. I'm like, no, honey, I'll just stay. I don't want to drive all the way back. She's like, all my friends are asking why you're still here. You're the only parent here. So there were no parents. You're the only parent, like well, chaperone. You yeah, imposed yeah, yeah. chaperone on. Did I have a choice? I wonder when this starts. I mean, I had sleepovers at Cindy John's house when I was five. I've got a seven-year-old kid. He gets dropped off at things. Seven is fine. Yeah. There is so sh- is nine the uh, the age where we do co-ed dance parties with other boys? <laughs> Absolutely not. No, well, no because but when, I mean, when does it not, stop? No, I mean it would be fine at nine. Like it's fine for a seven-year-old. Right. I see what you're saying. When does but it turn not it to be fine? The yeah. co- is it- and like I, I just I had these visions going in my head like okay now we're doing co-ed dance parties what next we're gonna get a cell phone and then we're oh, gonna yeah. get a boyfriend and a car and then you're gonna move away to college and and, and never want to talk to your dad again <laughs> I'm not doing that stuff <laughs> snowballed out again I think you have a case of adult onset helicopter parent right <laughs> guess who's gonna be DJing the prom you might as well <laughs> sign up for that right all now. the parties at my house <laughs> we keep up with what's happening. So we can tell you about the stuff that matters. Tad Drex and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. We're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Partly cloudy, 73 for a high today. It's 55 in Midtown. Hawks lost to the Raptors, 139 to 109. No big Powerball winner. Next drawing Wednesday night for an estimated $1.2 billion. <laughs> what else is going on, Drex? Well, up until this point, it's been other people telling the story of Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde's nanny. Well, now we're going to get the info straight from the horse's mouth. That story's coming up in just a second. But first, this story is really odd. It'll make you grateful that you're already married if you are and you don't have to be on the dating scene. This is wild. A surprise number of men on dating apps post pictures of themselves holding fish that they've caught hoping to impress potential partners 
It's a certain it, type of dude. Don't overthink it. This Guy. is really happening. These are pictures on, on dating apps. Well, a woman on Instagram, she posted a video showing a selection of these men and their fish, <laughs> and then she absurdly rated the fish. Now, a word of warning, she uses some sort of filter on her voice. It's, it might be a little tough to understand, so just know that going in. Guy. This is one of the better fish that I've seen. It's long, it's shiny, it's translucent. It looks like a precious gem. I really like your fish. I hate this fish. This is the worst fish I've ever seen. Um, I hate, I hate your fish so much. Like I said, I'm so grateful to be married, Ted, because yeah. being in the dating scene sounds awful. I don't know what would be worse, being the man that's holding up a fish in your dating profile picture or being the woman that's, like, rating them and posting videos about it. Like, well, those are the potential suitors that so are out there. You're saying, like, forget about this lady because she's just cashing in and rating a fish, <laughs> and that's great, but the voice is annoying. But men holding up fish, thinking that they're going to attract women, yeah. gets back to, like, the caveman days, like, where they're showing, like... We're hunters. We can yeah, provide yeah. for your family. So I would ask, what else could men hold up in their dating profiles that would truly turn women on? Oh, no question. Easy answer. What is it? Their clean toilet bowl. Especially <laughs> Just, like that area that's underneath the toilet bowl where like the screw is. Like if right. you took the time and the effort to clean that, that would show that you're a good man. Toilet bowl, clean Lid down. Yeah, absolutely. Or maybe like an armful of laundry. Like, come on. Folded. Like, whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So up until now, the former nanny of Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde was having her story told by others. But yesterday she sat down for the first time for a TV interview. She'd been working for the couple for like three years. That's when she said it started to get nasty. And Jason started reading all of Olivia's text messages. Here's what one of them said. She said, I kissed Harry at the dinner in Palm Springs. I kissed him. I put the, the first move on him. And I'm so nervous because he hasn't said anything. At this point, Jason said, you know what? She's just acting so desperate, throwing herself at Harry. Ooh. So she's writing to her other friends. Mm -hmm. That's got to be even like worse to find than a text between uh, like Olivia and Harry to find like right talking about talk, it. Like she's like, like she's obviously not trying to hide anything. Yeah. Well, so the nanny recalls just how upset Jason Sudeikis got when he found out that Olivia Wilde was making Harry her special salad dressing. Apparently, this is what sent it over the edge. <laughs> He's walking around with a bat. He had a bat and he's like pulling on his hair and, and he was yelling. And she took her salad dressing, her special salad dressing, and she left. He ran after her and he laid down behind her car so she wouldn't drive off. Both of these stories are like, oh, glad I'm married. I know. Well, <laughs> I think that uh, Jason needs to spend less time with what turned out to be a very simple Dijon vinaigrette. Less time <laughs> on the salad dressing, more time at Cabela's shopping for a rod and reel. Right, to catch a fish and post it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Translucent. <laughs> Answer more questions than Kara. Grab a quick hundred bucks. But she won't make it easy. It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. I'm filling in for Kara, who's out on maternity leave. We're brought to you by R.S. Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. Sarah in Auburn. Hi. 
Hey, can you kick Tad out of the studio for us? Hey, Tad, get out of here. All right, good luck, Sarah. All right, Tad's going to leave the studio. We're going to ask you these five pop culture trivia questions. We'll bring Tad in after that. We'll ask him the same exact questions. If you get more right than Tad, he'll give you 100 bucks of his own money. Sarah and Auburn, are you ready to play? I am. All right, question number one. Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel dressed up as the burglars from Home Alone movies last night. What holiday does Kevin get uh, left home alone? Uh, Christmas. Question number two, Trevor Noah and The Daily Show are recording their shows this week right here in Atlanta. True or false, they've taken over the Tabernacle downtown. True. Question number three, Kanye West has officially been kicked off Instagram. What's the name of the short videos users post to the gram? Uh, Real. Question number four, we're officially one week away from election day. Tough question, how many years does a U.S. Senator get elected for? Eight. And question number five. Now that Elon Musk owns Twitter, he's going to start charging verified users 20 bucks a month if you got that little blue check mark. Uh, how many characters were you allowed to use in a tweet when Twitter first launched? Oh, I don't even use Twitter. Um, 50? All right, Tad, coming back in. Sarah did pretty well in Auburn, but the questions are tough, okay? All right. You ready for the same questions with number one? Yes, sir. Uh, what holiday does Kevin McAllister get left home alone? Uh, Christmas. That's what Sarah said, one-to-one. -one. Question number two, true or false, Trevor Noah and The Daily Show shooting in Atlanta at the Tabernacle downtown this week? That's true. It is true. I That's what that Sarah news. said. All right, two to two. Question three, uh, what's the name of the short videos users post to the gram nowadays? <laughs> Reels. <laughs> uh, That's what Sarah said as well. Three to three. God, how many meetings have we sat in about Reels? Oh, always talking about the Reels. All right, so it's tied at three. Question number four, how many years does a U.S. senator get elected for? Two years. Sarah said eight. Whoa. The right answer is six. A senator gets elected for a two-year term. A uh, six-year term. No. Uh, if you Google it, that's what it popped up as. Raphael Warnock. Well, so, so Raphael Warnock took over for somebody. He finished someone's term. I'm sticking with my answer at two. <laughs> well, your answer was wrong. <laughs> Still tied at three. Uh, question number five. Now that Elon Musk owns Twitter, he's going to start charging verified users 20 bucks a month. How many characters were you allowed to use in a tweet when Twitter first launched? 140. Sarah said 50 and quote, I don't use Twitter. <laughs> yeah, and you won't now. Elon Musk owns it. He's a creep. <laughs> All right, we got a final score of four to three. Sarah and Auburn, are you smarter than Tad? No, unfortunately, I'm not. No cash, but we are sending you to Trans Siberian Orchestra. Yeah, Gas South Arena, December 11th. Congratulations. Oh, yay! See, we could have saved all this time if you just wanted those tickets. Just asked one question <laughs> and then moved on. Yeah. <laughs> have a great time, Sarah. Thanks for listening. All right, thank you. All right, hang on. We play twice every weekday morning. You can sign up. Just go to taddrexandcara.com. Want to talk about relationship goals and celebrities that you sort of look up to, celebrity couples, and you see as little as you know or as much as you know about them, like what couple represents relationship goals to you? Oh, so like kind of what they stand for, what they've been through, all just, that. Okay. You just look at them and you go, there you go. A lot of people were upset, for example, when Brad Pitt and uh, Jennifer Aniston didn't work out because they were relationship goals. Beautiful couple, mm -hmm. 
she seems so fun. You know, he's obviously like everybody wants to be married to Brad Pitt. And I think uh, uh, Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchett. It's kind of the same thing, right? Like beautiful, successful, 13-year marriage, yeah. the kids, the happy family, and they just finalized their divorce. Yeah, he was too selfish to walk away from the game and commit himself to his family. Anyways, uh, <laughs> mine personally is uh, Nene Leakes and her husband Greg from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Because okay. I watched those shows with my, with my wife because I just wanted to be around her. And uh, and it was so funny because Nene Leakes would just always pop off. She was very outspoken. She had no problem like rocking the boat. And then the camera, whenever she'd say something, the camera would pan over to Greg. And he had this look on his face like, man, this, this chick is crazy. Someone <laughs> needs to get her in line. It ain't going to be me. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I, I love this guy. So you're sitting there next to your wife, basically watching your and your wife's yeah, relationship play out. W- yeah, watching our, our, our marriage on an episode. <laughs> 404-741-0985. Curious, what celebrity couple do you find to be relationship goals? Interesting conversation because as men, I don't know how much stock we put into celebrity couples or celebrities at all. And it was only a week ago when Leslie Jordan died. That was the first time I was sad about a celebrity. Even celebrities that I like, Mm -hmm. I never feel sadness, but I just felt he was so real. Okay, so like when something happens to a celebrity you like, it affects you. It does not affect me usually. Leslie Jordan has been the only one. So when celebrities get together or break up, it also doesn't usually affect me. So you weren't too terribly broken up about uh, Tom Brady and Giselle Bündchen breaking up, whereas some people were like, oh, they were relationship goals. Right. They they had it all. They can't keep it together. Well, gosh, like... How is my relationship going to uh, survive? Right. And 90, you just used a Real Housewives example. Yeah. 90% of television is people having relationship goals. They watch because they want to see what's going on. Or they want to mm-hmm. see a train wreck. Yeah. Uh, 404-741-0985. We're asking the question, like, what celebrity couple did you consider relationship goals? Could have been Tom and Giselle, Brad and uh, Angelina. You, don't, you don't have a couple at all? Nobody? I do. I thought about it over the last 24 hours. And I decided that my relationship goals, Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin. Now, I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, you got to be kidding me. They're rolling their eyes. Yeah. And yeah, you, you talk about your disdain for Coldplay. And At Chris the Martin. same time, well, uh, their music, one thing, the relationship, um, I think when, before, when they did the conscious uncoupling, mm-hmm. I was not, I don't know, even know if I was married, I certainly didn't have kids. And I thought that she in particular was so extra with that, <laughs> right. like conscious uncoupling. Like, can't you just get divorced like everybody else? But what I love about that and what kind of bothers me about the Tom Brady Giselle split is I hear him talking in interviews, be like, oh, you know, the sun rises in the east and rises. It's, it's like, and white about I it. don't feel like they're putting enough stock in their kids like in how this affects their kids Mm -hmm. and why couldn't you i mean he's gone for six months out of the year you can't make it work for the kids like that's important and i just feel like i i I, it might be because my relationship with my stepdad was a little stormy yeah um and, and you don't get to pick like if my my wife and i had like some Difficulty, I would say, when my son was like two, mm-hmm. and we—if we hadn't had kids, I—I I can't imagine that we would have stayed together. Oh wow! So we stayed together for him, and we've since had another. Yeah, but 
I think that if I could have chose, even with kids, like to be able to choose who she oh gosh. marries next. Oh my gosh. Like to be able to choose your kid's stepdad. <laughs> like I'd want to have a hand in that. It's not really possible. However, Gwyneth Paltrow, Chris Martin, they kind of figured it out. Like they, they did kind of choose, you know, they're both involved and they're yeah. friends with. And it's sort of like, it's for the kids. It's about the kids. Yeah. So I appreciated that. 404-741-0985. Cindy in Kennesaw? Well, I don't know her name, but Pierce Brosnan and his wife. Yeah, he said multiple times, like, uh, and she's caught a lot of uh, a lot of slack online because she's not like that. Hollywood, you know, doesn't portray that. And right. he's like, whatever, I married her. I love her. This is the, the mother of my children. Right, but the, the great thing about that is she was that supermodel-looking woman when they got married. And unlike so many men, as she changed over time, giving birth to his five children, I believe it is. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he stayed stayed with her and still supports her and, you know, defends her unerringly to the press. He's just a role model to me. Amen. Love them, too. 404-741-0985. What celebrity couple represents relationship goals for you. A lot of people upset because Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen couldn't make it work and they're beautiful people with money yeah. and family. Well, and, and do you think it's a difference to, uh, of a mindset between men and women? Like, it might be sexist or whatever to say this, but like, oh, uh, Tom and Giselle had all the fame and the money and the kids and all the house and all that stuff, but they fell apart. And my argument would be like, yeah, look at, they had all that and they still fell apart. Yeah. We could focus on ourselves and we don't need all that stuff. There's something maybe to be said about like nannies, you know, mm -hmm. like maybe if you, like, it's such a different world that they right. are living in, right? Like you think about you know, oh, Tom wasn't there for the kids. Did Tom need to be there? Did Giselle need to be there for the kids? They, they should have been because sure. the, the way you uh, fall in love and grow with somebody in a relationship is by going through all those hard times of raising kids and maybe not having money and trying to scrape stuff together just to pay bills. Absolutely. Yeah. Like my mom used to say when I'd ask for money in college and she wouldn't send it. Mm -hmm. It builds character. Yeah, for sure. Peggy and Noonan, relationship goals when it comes to celebrity couples. So this is coming from my 14-year-old. She had to get out of the car. But she said, growing up the world of social media, it's definitely Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, you know, he they have such a playful, fun relationship. Yes. I remember one time, like, he was uh, uh, putting out social media posts about how he loved her and all that stuff, and he'd post pictures, but he posted, like, half of her face and a full picture of him. <laughs> That's exactly what she said. She said they wish each other happy birthday, but they crop each other out of the yeah. picture. <laughs> That's so funny. Also, I want to throw in Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard. They seem playful That's like that. That's who I said. That's who I said when she said them. I said Jack Shepard and her. Yeah. Love it. Thanks, Peggy. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Amanda and Kennesaw, uh, celebrity relationship goals. Well, the first people I think of are Tom Hanks and... Is it Rita Hayworth? Rita Wilson. Rita Wilson, yeah. Yeah, Wilson. But, okay. but is that because but, of the characters that Tom plays or yeah. No, I just think like they they are like they've been married for a very long time, which is hard in Hollywood, but mm -hmm. also they are sort of low key about it. Like you forget about them being married and then you see them and you're like, Oh, they're still together. How cute. The only thing I know about Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson is is the longevity. So that's it. But I feel like relationships now, people are obnoxious about it. Like, think of the of 
uh, Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian. Like, they're obnoxious about their relationship. You're like, eh, I don't want to see them anymore. Rita Hayworth, Tom Hanks, looks like a good, solid relationship. They've got some kids out of it. So you want, st- you want stability. Yes. Who doesn't want stability? Why do you want nutso people? Well, on the <laughs> other know? hand, look at, you know, you talk Kardashians. I'm just waiting for the call. Kanye and Kim were relationship goals. He idolized Says who? Kim, and which is interesting because it's the only person other than himself that he's ever idolized. He loved and pined for her for so long. <laughs> they were not relationship goals. He is unstable. That is not, no. He might be obsessed with her, but like that's like he wants to wear her skin or something. <laughs> <laughs> you goofed. And now you need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara are going to help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. So, Blaine, you need to ask forgiveness from a coworker for a business lunch gone wrong. What happened? It's actually uh, a couple of, of business lunches. Oh, geez. But uh, I'm in charge of, of three salespeople at my company. It's two men and then one woman um, who's Marissa. I take the team to lunch like, you know, two or three times a week. Um, two or three lunches a week. Please tell me you're going to Chick-fil-A on Mondays and the Varsity on Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, we're, we're, we're very fortunate that uh, we were able to, to take care of, uh, of our people. Oh, it's here. free so, lunch. For them. Yeah, 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 it is. Oh, so. I like it. And so you said that there was a an issue at one of these lunches. Was it with Marissa, the, the female sales person on your team yeah i mean that's kind of what i'm thinking because she's been over the last couple weeks she's uh she's not been around for the lunches and it's not like they're mandatory you know i don't i don't make them go but i mean it's been something we've been consistently doing and you know i mean free lunch you know yeah uh she's not been there right now i'm you know i'm worried that maybe there might be a little too much locker room talk among, among the the guys there Okay. You as the uh, superior would be responsible for that. She's the only woman there, and and there's three of us. So you want to call Marissa and help you get forgiveness? You want to do all this on the radio? Yeah, I mean, you guys understand transparency, right? Sure. I want to set an example for the whole business world. that That's important to be transparent and be out in the open, and, and hopefully it sets a, a good example for, for other people in our world. You're right, and doing this publicly means you're showing, basically, without even having to say it, that you have nothing to hide. Exactly. Well, uh, sit tight, because we're going to get her on the phone next and see what she's got to say about these lunches that she's stopped going to suddenly. It's a great mystery. Why? And can we go? <laughs> <laughs> you need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. The last thing you want to do as a manager is to engage in locker room talk around one of your employees and that's kind of what happened with blaine he wants to ask forgiveness from one of his employees named marissa blaine we're going to help you ask her to forgive you right now sit tight let us talk to marissa real quick hello hey marissa this is tad drex and kara we're at b98.5 how are you i'm well is there something (laughs) like is this about the car accident Huh? Ooh. Did Blaine put you up to this? Car accident? What happened? A few weeks ago, we were leaving a business lunch, and my boss and the other two guys on my team had a few too many, so I told him I would drive us back to the office. So you didn't partake in the boozy lunch? I had a flight later that day. 
Okay, did you not originally drive to lunch? How is how are the logistics working? No, we took his car. We took Blaine's car. Your and boss. I was nervous about his car because it's one of those giant SUVs, but it was better than someone getting a DUI, obviously. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you guys got into a wreck? Actually, I think I said too much. I have been advised to not talk to anyone about it, including my coworkers who were in the car. Well, Marissa, we got to let you know, like, we're, this is a radio show. So it's called Forgive and Forget. <laughs> Blaine is on the other line. He thought you might have been skipping lunch lately because of some locker room talk that had been going on. Blaine, locker you didn't even, it's not a toxic work environment that you're worried about, Marissa. It's got something to do with the car accident. And why are you not talking? Like, why did you say that? Oh, I don't want to have said too much. Yeah. Like, what's all this? Basically, my lawyer just said I wouldn't have a strong case at Blaine's insurance company if they saw that I was going out to lunch with him after the wreck. Wait, insurance company? Are, <sighs> Marissa, are you suing me? I'm not suing you directly, but my lawyer is suing your insurance company oh. and Justin's suing too. Wait, what? Justin? Who's Justin? He's another guy in the office. He was also in the car. He, so two of the people that were, there are four people in the car, do I have that right? And two of you are suing Blaine, who's on the phone right now. It was his car. And like I said, we aren't suing Blaine directly. We're just going to pocket some cash from his insurance company and be back to normal. Not a big deal. Blaine, has your insurance company mentioned anything about this wreck or you you getting sued? No, and I'm kind of just in, in shock over here. I'm not suing you, Blaine. My <laughs> lawyer is suing for Marissa, that's semantics, I would say, right? Like, you're not suing, it's your lawyer, yeah. but you would be the one that was hiring the lawyer to sue his insurance company who represents him. And then you're still going to work for this guy, Marissa. We're just trying to pocket some cash. Like, it's not <laughs> okay. okay. I wish this was the first time we had insurance fraud happening right. before our very eyes. <laughs> Can we just wrap this up and yeah. just ask you, Marissa, if you'll forgive Blaine for... I'm literally just following my lawyer's advice to pocket some cash from Blaine's insurance company. Stop saying pocket cash. It makes me very <laughs> uncomfortable. Am I getting some of the cash? Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, because you're not getting sued. Could you sue yourself? <laughs> Again, it's not me. Okay. okay. <laughs> we get that. On the next Forgive and Forget on B98.5. Coming up tomorrow, Alex needs forgiveness for the gift he bought his wife for their anniversary. He says it cost a ton of money, and he still failed. Oh, jeez. That's tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock on Forgive and Forget. Thanks for listening to the Tad, Drex, and Kara podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and hear the show weekday mornings from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.